0: When my first son was born, uh, d- during that period of the, the 80s, I was hooked on cocaine. I mm-hmm. wasn't any better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I was on my kitchen floor thinking, oh, there's got to be something here that dropped last night. When suddenly it occurred to me that I had a baby in the room uh, cr- down the hall that was crying for me. And there was no one to tend to him. Yeah. And I was on the kitchen floor. Yeah. And I thought I pulled myself out of that. I patted yeah. myself on the back. Oh, good girl. You didn't yeah. have to go to rehab or anything, did it? all by yourself. And yeah. years later, God's like, you really think you did that? Yeah. You really think that was that, that was your voice that said, Linda, what are you doing on the floor? There's a baby crying that needs you. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, he's working with us when we don't even realize it. And his goodness. And then when he comes back and drops that reminder on you and says, you. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was the one that tapped you on the shoulder and said, "You got to come out of this world." Yeah, <laughs> and, and first you had
1: you had to put down something else. You had to right. put down the cocaine. You had to burn. You had to burn that plow, yes. if you yes. will. And and he said, "Pick up a pen." Yep. <laughs> To remember where I read this in in the Bible, and so I'm going to, have to look it up later. But I remember reading at one point um, the creative process. It, it it's us, our attempts to define maybe something is how I'm kind of explaining it for myself. You know, defining what's going on and processing that, reflecting it, but it's refining us and our hearts and our brokenness, and God's working through that creative process in us. Um, and then he's working through us and around us so that it, we're able to share it with other people. and 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 people can relate and we can relate. And it's this relational experience. Um, the I remember reading in the scripture. It was talking about that people, when you bear good fruit, people are going to come. And, and eat of your fruit and, right. that, and that sparrows and birds are going to come and, and make homes in, in your tree and you know mm-hmm. um, versus a bear tree or a, a tree with really poor fruit. And, and that's one, one way to remember, you know, like you said, to have discernment, you know, am I associating myself with content or with people or we're talking about gateways to creativity? Am I, am I feeding my brain and my heart and soul with mm-hmm. with rotting fruit or is this a good fruit right. that yes. that glorifies God that will ultimately then I'll respond my soul will respond mm-hmm. there'll be this overflow that can be good fruit for someone else so I think I think that's really good and just You know, for for someone who hasn't read your devotionals yet, Linda, um, lindapaskfowler.com, I'm going to keep saying it, you know, Um, if you could, so you've been writing devotionals like specifically like this last year, being really disciplined in that creative process every day. Um, If you could describe your style of writing in five words, what five words would you use? Because you're right, you have your own flavor, I think I would say
0: God's words through my personality. Yeah. that That's how I write. I throw a little extra something in there somewhere. I'm not exactly sure even what it is, but people seem to
1: pick it up. <laughs> yeah, and you said that you use some, like, um, so it's your personality. There's there's your little witty, right, mm-hmm. and, and, you're, and you're being a little... Would you would you say you're sarcastic sometimes a little or I,
0: sometimes it could border a little yeah, on that yeah, yeah yeah flirt with that line <laughs> and you're
1: just using some comic relief too but as I think one word that comes out to me is also just it's really concise clear. Um, there is some good biblical depth where sometimes I read devotionals. I'm like, well, that's great. But like, can we talk about the Bible in that and mm-hmm. apply it? So I appreciate that. Yeah, and and very, it's relational. I, I have to have a, at
0: least one Bible verse to refer to yeah. or, or it's not a devotional to God.
1: Yes. Yes. That's so good. think yeah. And, and so much maybe in our devotional time and we're reading a devotional, we're thinking I'm devoting my time to this book where it's like, no, actually, you're devoting this time with your father and the life source. I think another word that could describe your writing is really relational. I'm, I'm on this R kick right now. I don't know. I'm writing all these words <laughs> down, but I think it is really relational because because you'll say things like, well, you know, the other day. Mm-hmm. This, this, this happened, yeah. and you know what? I had to reflect on
0: that. Right. I do try to throw Somebody personal learned. things in, and I'm not afraid to admit that I fail mm-hmm. miserably.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I'll share what I did <laughs> yeah. and how God brought that back around. Yeah. And, and I think people find that easier to relate to in their own lives, to be more forgiving of themselves maybe. Mm. And say, well, I guess I'm not the only one who screwed up yesterday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely. Um, So in in your creative process, um, what type of environment helps you best indulge in your creativity where you feel lost in it in a good way? Um, I
0: need to be alone in my room with God. Mm-hmm. And and I do have my own room for that, and I had to fight for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my family didn't like the fact that I fought for it, but I said, no, uh, no, I need it. Yes. <laughs> Especially when there were 10 people living in my house, I had to have that yes. area to go to. And and so I do have my office, and it's right across from my bedroom, and often I get up and I just stumble across the hall <laughs> and fall into the chair. <laughs> but. I make it out to that pot of coffee somewhere.
1: And the Lord is faithful every time when you reserve that space and time and brain space and heart yes. and soul space. He He's faithful every time. He's already like, hey, girl, mm-hmm. hey, daughter, like I got a message for you. Right. I know you're a little groggy, but we'll get yeah, through this. I, I took a
0: long time to get to it. I remember years ago with him, him telling me, pick up the pen and don't. Put it down. But I didn't. Li- I put it down. You know. Yeah. I put it down and I walked away and it haunted me forever. Oh, wow. Pick up the pen and don't put it down. And it just kept reverberating in the back of my brain until one
1: day I did it. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Um, and, and life gets in the way. Oh, it does. <laughs>
0: yes, it definitely does. <laughs> you know, and And life today... I, r- I read recently that we can't raise our kids today the way that our parents raised us because the world that they raised us for does not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And I believe that to be true because um, I've had a very difficult time with, with my kids and then with my grandkids. But as I look around, it's not just me by a long shot. Yeah. It's an epidemic around our uh, not just our country either. It's a world epidemic where kids are raising kids and and they have no place to go and their parents are on, on drugs or, or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. It could be any number of different things that pull them away from properly taking care of their family unit. Yeah. And the uh, I was raised in what I call a Norman Rockwell house. I mean, we were like the Cleavers. <laughs> and then I got out of that and into the real world and what a shock. Mm. <laughs> but as... You know, I've watched these decades roll away. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it, but I have. the The changes are just horrendous, and you know that we've gone from the entitlement generation. to I don't even know what you call the kids today. Yeah, I mean, it
1: I think they blame a lot, and they say, "Oh, millennials, this, that." And I think there's a lot of negative things that are said about millennials. And then you got to stop and think. That happens think. with every generation. It they does, blame and you others. have to look well. No offense, but who raised them, right? Mm-hmm. Too there, But also, it's God uses millennials too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. He, use, he uses all of us.
0: And like I, uh, you know, I said in the last episode, there was when when my first son was born. That during that period of the the eighties, I was hooked on cocaine. I mm-hmm. wasn't any better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I was on my kitchen floor thinking oh there's got to be something here that dropped last night one suddenly it occurred to me that i had a baby in the room uh, down the hall that was crying for me and there was no one to tend to him yeah and i was on the kitchen floor yeah and i thought i pulled myself out of that i patted myself on the back oh good girl you didn't have to go to rehab or anything did it all by yourself and years later god's like you really think you did that yeah. You really so that think was that mean. that was your voice that said, Linda, what are you doing on the floor? There's a baby crying that needs you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You know, he's working with us when we don't even realize it. And his goodness. <laughs> and then when he comes back and drops that reminder on you and says, "You." Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I was the one that tapped you on the shoulder and said, you got to come out of this world.
1: <laughs> and, and first you had, you had to put down something else. You had to right. put down the cocaine. You had to burn, you had to burn that plow yes. if you yes. will. And, and he said, pick up a pen. Yep. Yeah, Exactly. And don't put it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, when you do pick up the pen, you know, do you tend to create better pieces of writing with or without rules?
0: I think probably without rules. Yeah. I do have a basic format. I try to stay within a certain length. And I know that what I write is a little longer than the average person really wants to read. So most of my readers are, are really hungry, really thirsty because <laughs> <laughs> they stick with it. But I, I know that I can't go beyond a certain length either or I will lose that daily readership. Mm-hmm. So so I think I strive more for, for maybe not just your casual I've got 30 seconds, give me something good kind of devotional to i got a couple good minutes I can sit here. Yes. And, and it does make a difference, you know, between whether you get a couple lines that say smile today, God is with you, and, you know, he's going to direct your steps to, yeah. well, this happened and that happened and this is what I did and this is what the Bible says and this is what I should have done. and
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> But for people who who really are hungry, are seeking, do want something to really chew on, then then I try to make sure that it's not so long as going to take up half their morning. (laughs) Yeah. But it's long enough to really feed into their heart. And
1: something to savor. Right. To say, "Oh, oh, well... Mm, that reminds me of. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's some good limits in that and yeah. in, in some wisdom and in, in discernment to say like, okay. And it has to be biblically, biblically
0: based. That's another, yeah. And, and I also um, have, I call her my editor and she really is, but she doesn't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> and she is very, um, very spiritually aware of things. And I send my messages to her and I ask her, to go over them and please tell me if there is anything that I am doing that is misleading in any way. And sometimes she comes back with something and says, well, you know, I would take this this way. And and so we feed off each other that way too. Um, I used to tell her that if I have to fly on my own, we're in big trouble. But there have been many days that I have had to fly on my own because she's not had the time to go ahead and and preview it and correct it for me before I have already sent it out <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's usually not anything uh, well i don't think it's ever been anything that was misleading that god's always stopped anything like that <laughs> but i do think that it's it's important to to run your stuff by other christians that you can trust that that are knowledgeable that are walking the road a little bit ahead of you to say, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Okay. I understand it.
1: How did (laughs) that start? Um, for the two of you, did you just ask, were you friends for a while? What? Um, yeah, we
0: were friends for a little while and, and I really, it's funny because she's the age of my children, but Mm -hmm. she's one of those that has always been told. And I believe it's true that she has an old soul. Yes. Um, wonderful, wonderful friend. And I came to trust her and and just really feel like she had more knowledge than I did, that she had read deeper, and I know she has, she's gone way deeper than I have into mm-hmm. different books of the Bible and stuff, and that I could trust her her opinion. Um and she was never judgmental mm-hmm. <laughs> but she would bring up things that, you know, maybe struck a chord differently with her or from her extensive research the experts have said something different than what I've said and maybe I need to go back and look at it a little differently or something. And so, so I had knowledge of her knowledge and her spiritual contact and, and knew that I could trust her and you
1: reached out to to give me an
0: honest opinion. And I, so I, yeah, I asked her and I asked my pastors at the time too. I said, will you guys please look these over and don't let me send anything that's misleading. Mm -hmm. Well, eventually the, it, turned out that I would send things on my own mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had more experience with it and and so far I think I'm doing okay yeah <laughs>
1: absolutely <laughs> <laughs> creativity or uh, affirmation in your creativity Um, and sometimes that comes from someone who's kind of helping to edit the work or just a second pair of eyes Um, but what I want to know too is look what encouragement have do you have for aspiring fellow authors artists and and musicians Um,
0: well the first thing is don't don't let anything interfere with your time with God. Mm. And you have to fight for that a lot because people think you're selfish. (laughs) And they don't want to give you that time and that space. But you have to make it because if you can't get alone with God and your thoughts, you just can't put the stuff together. Um, It's good when you have a group of like-minded people that are bouncing ideas off each other. But that alone time is just really something special. And then another thing that uh, Rabbi Schneider has, has said that stuck with me all the time too is um, always be reading a good book. Hmm. And a good book is the, the key there, you know, not just don't go out and get 50 shades of gray. <laughs> yes, oh goodness. But if you're reading books that are written by respected Christian authors, things of that nature, find somebody whose work you enjoy and and read, always be have something. I'm terrible because I'll have a book out for six months that I'm reading, but I still keep it out, mm-hmm. and I'll open it up occasionally. All right, where was I? Yeah. <laughs> but always have something ready to to be an encouragement to you as well, because you can't always just pull it out of yourself. Sometimes you need encouragement from others.
1: It's true. It's true, and because we aren't the source of our creativity. Right. It's the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in his goodness. So yeah, I, I really appreciate that. I, I I wrote, I'm writing notes down and I'm still on this R word kick today, (laughs) you know, you know, reflect and refine and reorient, (laughs) replenish, reserve, relate, Mm -hmm. you know, the message needs to reverberate and resonate to others. You know, you, that's the creative process. You want to share that. Mm -hmm. But before you share it, it's, it's relish the alone time with God Mm -hmm. to just relish that and appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And and marinating it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and see it yeah. as a blessing and of
0: itself. It is. It's very important, and and it be you know to do that first thing in the morning for me is very important because if I don't get it first thing in the morning, I can leave my light on and my book open all day. and never get back there. Yeah, I go to bed. I say, oh, I got to turn my office light off. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I have every intention of yeah. getting back to it, and then life takes over. And people won't give you that time if you don't take it.
1: Resolve. There's another R word. I'm telling (laughs) you. I don't know what this means, but the R's today. In the creative process, having resolve Mm -hmm. to reserve that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And not feel guilty when... You know, well, I want you to do this. Or, Grandma, can't you help me with that? Or, Grandma, that's supposed to be my bedroom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you lost it. <laughs> yeah, but you got. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, these words. <laughs> maybe it's the coffee. Re, you gotta re <laughs> reshuffle, reshuffle a few things. You know, boot someone out of their room, and they can take this other room in the house. And yeah, yeah, you, you,
0: yeah, do whatever is necessary to create that time in your day for you and the Lord. That's that's what he's looking for with with each and every one of us is that relationship, a personal relationship with far
1: before the results or the the product. Come
0: to me, let's sit together and then I'll travel with you today. Don't leave me behind, you
1: know? (laughs) Yes. And I think that's so true in the creative process as Christians. We gotta remember that relationship with God far outweighs and trumps Mm -hmm. the the results or the product, if you will, as we're creating. Um, that's so good. That's I mean, so it's good. a very personal thing
0: between, between each one of us and him, whether anybody else likes it or not. Yeah. But, but I find that the more you try to do it for him, the more other people like it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just the way we're wired. You discern what fruit tastes good and what doesn't, mm-hmm. what trees are bearing that fruit and, and you go to that, not because they're idols and, and they are God, but that they're they're receiving from the living well the, the living water so well thank you linda let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about the top five gateways to creativity for other artists authors and musicians Okay. <laughs> So here we are back again with Linda Pask Fowler. Um, She's a Christian author, and she's been working really hard the last year on uh, working on a devotional. And so you can check that out at lindapaskfowler.com. And so um, we're working on a series um, where I'm interviewing Christian artists, musicians, and, and writers, and and so Linda's been sharing a lot of her wisdom um, throughout the decades of being a writer and, and just exploring the creative process. And, and so what I have been wanting to ask um, artists, musicians, and writers is, you know, what does it look like to have these gateways to creativity? And we know that God is the source. We want to be Christ-centered in this conversation. God is the source of all creativity in life Mm -hmm. and so that connection to God um, that is the utmost you know gateway to that (laughs) but but what other tips would you give for inspiration um, Linda
0: well one thing I think is really important is to stay connected with your Christian friends I know a lot of people want to want to be on an island all by themselves and (laughs) but it's just you can't build yourself up you need others you know iron does sharpen iron and you need good christian friends to bounce ideas off of and and Mm -hmm. just let them breathe life into you and and then i think um you want to listen to people um listen to to give positive feedback not listen to respond um really listen to hear what people have to say and And that helps then to to find ways to encourage them better if you really hear them out. (laughs) Um, I think singing is a big encourager. For me, it is. I love contemporary Christian music, and I like to just crank it up. And I don't (laughs) care what I sound like. I want to (laughs) just sing away. And it just really feeds the soul and Mm -hmm. and stirs something inside you and and makes you want to (laughs) move. And then reading, um, always always have a good book to read. Um, you can read my stuff. <laughs> 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 but seriously, just having new information that, that is things that, that it will lead you to Christ and, and make you think about your walk and, and not just, you know the, the latest mystery novel, but something that's, that's really good for your heart. Mm-hmm. and then to make time always always make time for god and uh, don't let don't let people tell you you're being selfish don't let people try to drag you into other things if you can do it first thing in your day i think that's i mm-hmm. think that's the easiest way cuz uh, i don't you often can't push get back it on <laughs> the,
1: yeah you push it on the back
0: burner yeah yep and then and then everything else takes precedence and you you need to make that first in your day first in your life
1: and then God will help you through the rest. Yeah, that'd be my five tips. Yeah, top five gateways to creativity. I really appreciate that. And and there's a there's a couple notes that I I took to to affirm everything you just said um, when we were talking earlier in um, this episode and the the episode prior as this is a two part episode exploring this with Linda. Um, we talked. You were talking about singing. And I think when we do that, we're we're singing praises to him. Right. And and if you're going to sing praise, it's fixing your eyes on Jesus and it's coming from a place of, of gratitude. And, um, and we're looking to God's character in that. So it's a, it's a gateway, you know, praise and mm-hmm. gratitude, because we're praising his His creativity. We're praising his faithfulness, his goodness. Um, and, and there's a lot of gratitude and praise that comes from reflecting on our own testimony and just everywhere he's brought us from and just he's so faithful. And so I think that kind of refreshes, you know, and 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 provides a new a new way a new way mm-hmm. to creativity and to experience creati- creativity with God, um, and and to affirm what you were saying about connection with people. You you were talking about earlier mentoring people, um, the body of Christ. We need that affirmation mm-hmm. and to bounce yeah. off ideas um, and. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Keep, and then you were mentioning earlier as well, just um, keeping our eyes and ears open. And so the word awareness comes to mind mm-hmm. and, and you were mentioning keeping your eyes and ears open to the world around you. Um, be mindful of the way you're thinking, but even like nature, if you want to oh, yeah. if you want to create, you know, um, and you want that you got to be connected to the source. That's right. God, right? Exactly. That life source. But look to what he's created and and take time to really consider the wisdom it took to create that. <laughs> um, but also just the beauty and the appreciation he has for every form of creativity. Right. There's, there's, yeah, nature mm-hmm. that just is awe-inspiring and humbling and exciting and um really yes, unique it is i agree and uh it just for me it brings about like a really a sense of peace um and like you said you know for top 5 gateways to creativity listening to christian music or or sermons or um other written compositions or um things like that maybe there's other podcasts you know whatever mm-hmm. it is um eat good fruit right. from trees that bear good fruit. Um, and I think, too, uh, you didn't mention it in your top five, but we've been talking about it in your creative process. You have several different Bible translations. Yes. And so I think that kind of is a gateway and some inspiration of um, just changing a different a different angle you know you're right. coming in from like you said the global impact translation th- with the ESV mm-hmm. and all of that I think that adds extra perspective that I know as a reader I I had no idea about <laughs> you know <laughs> right. um but yeah absolutely and and I think too uh for me and, and and when I'm creating mostly music and and things along that realm I think for me it's um I document things and everybody has their own process. Whether it's just napkins, writing on napkins and sticky notes, right. and you've and you've they're laying all over the place, or um, it's a, a gratitude journal like you were mm-hmm. talking about earlier, Linda, or whatever that looks like. For me, I have dry erase boards. Um, even as we record podcasts, I've got <laughs> notes all over these things. But um, but even like in my bedroom or office or things like that, and. I'll wake up in the middle of the night with an idea or whatever it is mm-hmm. or before bed and it's, I'm just pouring out these words and it helps me, I don't know, I don't know, it it just helps me reorient, reprioritize. Gives um, you little nuggets to grab onto. It does. You're like, well, that's not from me because there's no way I could have come up <laughs> with something so clever. <laughs> that was from the Lord. Thank you, Lord, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, uh, you know, He's gonna keep pouring in that creativity for you other authors and, and writers and musicians. He's and songwriters. He's just gonna keep pouring into you as you're being faithful yeah, with the little he gives up, you. Right? Yes.
0: Show up and say here and here I am. Have yes. your hands open and,
1: and that what he entrusts you with will will increase more and more. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, so thank you again, Linda, for joining us. That's our top five um, gateways to creativity. Yeah. So Hopefully that's been an encouragement to to you, Linda. It's been to me. Um, I've enjoyed it. It's been fun just getting to talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> Fellowshipping with, with like-minded Christians. It's so good. But yeah, so thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll be talking again soon Sounds over good. a podcast. <laughs> All right.
0: Thanks, Lucia.